I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Welcome back. It's Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis. He is Giulio Gallarotti. Yeah, baby. How are you? I'm all right, dude. How are you doing? Great. I just tried to vote in the mayoral election. How did that go? They turned me away. Why? Were you not registered? I am registered as an independent. You can't vote in the mayoral election? Can't vote in the Democratic primary. Which but is, is that not the, the actual race? It's the de facto New York mayoral right. election. Whoever because wins whoever the Democratic wins primary will win. That's crazy. And I spent at least an hour, if not an hour and 15 minutes prior to going to vote, reading up on all the candidates, informing myself so that I could fill the <laughs> ranked choice voting correctly. And I got there. By the way, it was in a public housing project. Mm-hmm. And I arrived and they told me because I'm a registered independent, not a registered Democrat, I couldn't vote. And now I have all of this useless knowledge. Well, you know what, Francis? Maybe it's time to commit, dude. Uh, to being a Democrat? Time to commit to the side. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be tagged. I feel you. I don't, I don't want to be told what I have to be. Dude, totally. I don't like... I, I'm so, at this point, disenchanted with both parties. Whatever. I'm not trying to get political. The point is... <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Andrew Yang, dude. Why did I waste my time? I should have known better. So can you update us on the race? Like, who are who's running? Who are the favorites? Is de Blasio even allowed to run again? By the time this episode comes out, we'll know who the Democratic, I think, oh, wow. candidate is. So how does that work? Like, is, is de Blasio done? Like, you do... Can, can yeah, he, his term is up. He's done. He can't come back and he do it again? He maxed out. Okay. It's, and, and it's a six-year term? Is that right? I, I don't know. Okay. So what do you know, then? <laughs> what, well, <laughs> so what I know, know is that they stuff. switched it to ranked choice voting for the first time. What does that mean? It means that you vote who you like as your number one person and then your number your backup oh, that's interesting and your third and your fourth and your fifth and so people get points on a sliding scale like that. that's right that's cool if you get second place votes you can still win that's crazy does that make sense yeah it's like all-star voting or something yeah that's cool so i didn't get to vote and that really pissed me off who Just, are the candidates Andrew Yang, Yang I Gang. I know that, Yang Gang. Eric Adams. Okay. He's a former Brooklyn cop. Got it. Who, you know, is probably going to win. Really? Yeah, he's the front runner. Interesting. Um, there are some women <laughs> whose names I can't remember. Oh, no. Garcia, I think. Um, um, hold on. I got it. I got it. Also, um... The mayor is only allowed to run in run for two consecutive four year terms. Got it. Okay, so it's exactly like the presidential. Do you want to cut that? What you said? No, it's <laughs> okay. McGuire. Gar- Did I say Garcia? Yes, I said Garcia was Can the woman whose name I said. That, then? Can you cut me suggesting we that we don't cut even it? need to cut any of this? I think this is funny. Okay, it's perfectly fine for me to show that I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Garcia, McGuire, Yang, Wiley, uh, Eric Adams. Those are kind of like probably the, the front runners that everyone's talking about. Those are the big boys and girls. And then there's a, a handful of others. Um, very prog- Some very progressive candidates, but then some sort of moderate Democrats. Uh, Eric Adams was a, used to be a Republican, actually. Interesting. Now he's uh, come over. So that's the story. Um, it sucks not to be able to vote. Yeah. What a... <laughs> dude seriously you know yeah it, it, you're almost like well that's i guess that's what voter suppression feels dude, like yes i was literally you just know obviously that. it's not the same but um like if you don't have some specific document you're not allowed to vote like some bullshit you like, do all the work to get there you, you walk and you you read about it and then you get all excited that you patting yourself on the back as you walk in right you're saying i'm doing my civic duty i'm doing the right thing here you spent the time. You're yeah. all proud of yourself. Well, and look, you man, you know, it. we all complain for all those years about de Blasio. Everyone loves to complain about the mayor of their city. He just seems like in, insincere. He seems like a ruthless, self-promoting narcissist. But isn't who doesn't that care every about the people. 
every executive so pol- you, politician. Yeah, maybe, but like you need to at least pretend. You know what I mean? Like you, some pol- politicians come off as more sincere than others. Like de Blasio, first of all, he changed his name. I think his name used to be Wilhelm, Bill Wilhelm. And then he changed it to de Blasio. Then he was like pimping out his family to be like, look at my diverse family. Like everyone fucking hates. Then he tried to run for president. Everyone's like, dude, you're a joke. Yeah. Just immediately pulled out. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I'm trying to think about the, you know, ironically, the last, I don't know exactly how New Yorkers felt about Mayor Bloomberg. Maybe it was mixed. It, it seems like, like everyone everyone hates de Blasio. Yes. But the the person <laughs> that I remember in my lifetime as being a universally popular New York mayor was Rudy, Rudy. Giudi- Giuliani. Cleaned up the city. After 9 because, you know, after right, 9-11. That, that too, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that sucked. Stupid morning. What a waste <laughs> of time reading all about these people i think it's that way for the president too though like i don't think you can vote in the primary if you're not registered with either party which is uh yeah that's that makes sense i mean i it's something i should have known it seems it makes total sense but dude it's like you took a deep dive and sometimes like when you take a deep dive your first deep dive you're just gonna like miss some stuff it's all right you live and learn bro yeah hopefully the same thing doesn't happen when you go to court pal dude also (laughs) i know i know quick update on that oh sweet uh well there's no real update other than that did I tell you I had another call with him? The landlord? Yeah. No. You didn't so I had me. another. Because we left that first call. I refused to meet him in the middle at zero. That's what his proposal was to meet in the middle. Was none of the security deposit. Crazy. And I said, it, you know, as as that call had progressed, he had sort of whittled me down. He had broken my will. <laughs> by saying this you know and this and this and you owe for this blah 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 and i had fine i kept make i kept i kept being a a nice person and saying well okay i'll accept that or this and he had gotten me down to being in a place where i would accept like eighteen hundred dollars back jesus dude and you which down. is way less than than half and we and I was like, no, I, I would accept that. And he was like, well, I can't, I can't ask for any money from the the board, so we're, we'll just let a third party decide. And I was like, fine. So then, two the a week or two goes by. He he sends me another email and says he thinks we can be reasonable, and he's he's got an offer. So we get on a call, and he goes, I I think I can do eighteen hundred now. And at this point, I was like, no, good. And and he goes, but you 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 wrote that that you would do that. I was like, I didn't write that. I said that to you in person. And even if I had written it, who would have given it? Who gives a shit? Right. I'm 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 excited. I'm already thinking about the outfit I'm going to wear to court. Are you a man of your word? He starts questioning. I got my pregame meal picked out. (laughs) I'm going to get a playlist together. You're going to come. I'm coming. It's going to be a day. It's going to be great. And dude, you know what I'm really excited to do? Listen to this. My thought is that if and when we get the entire security deposit back, I'm going to use all of that money to throw the most banging party ever. <laughs> and I want to like invite people who have been invested in this saga. You should Fans. invite the landlord. <laughs> I, well, dude, we're definitely going to take, we're going to get like a professional photographer to fucking create an album and send it to him like, look what your look what your money did oh Thank, look at God. how happy you made people dude i just picture the tone of this being very pleasant still which is like, like you know like a hitchcock movie they'll be having this like really serious conversation but like keeping it light mm-hmm. sort of like cheekily it it is to this dude's credit he's very um dignified this man oh, so he's not listen you cocksucker no no he's italian <laughs> okay. and i think he's worth you know 400 million dollars what some shit which begs the question why are you sweating this such nominal amount of money like, oh, the cash is all tied up <laughs> he's so he clearly very principled and all of that but you know this is such a headache for him yeah yeah it's totally. such a headache this whole project has been such a headache for him He's hated being involved in this building. He just wants out. He's trying to get out of his stake of it. And he knows that by remaining in this court battle 
the court date will be, you know, far after the time that he wanted to still be involved. So he wanted to tie up all his loose ends. That's why he wanted to resolve this. And I was like, dude, just pay me my original offer of 5400 Right. And he and he wouldn't go from 1800 to 5400 5, And it's like, really? Dude, I hate, to, I hate to say this, but I can't imagine, like, I feel like if two women were the ones having this conversation, that, like, you guys would be already done with this. Maybe. Maybe like, like, women can get... And I don't mean that about you. I no, mean I know. from his angle. Like, why not just at least go to 4000 like, why is it becoming kind of like, a, it sounds like it's becoming if like, he a, were I a woman to budge. And I were a woman. We might be sticking more to our principles. I think it all depends on the woman. Okay, fair. But I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There would be more organization around it. I don't know exactly. It, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I, I see what you're saying, but. Let's put it this way. My mom would not, would not bend an inch. Right, right, right. She would not bend an inch. Right, right. And then if if he were my mom somehow, she wouldn't bend an inch. <laughs> okay. It's just, you know. Fair. Depends on what sort of spitfire you're dealing with. Right, right. Norm MacDonald would say, what sort of old battle axe? <laughs> my wife, he says, my wife is an old battle axe. That's hilarious. <laughs> Fucking uh, what's up with you, man? Dude, so I, I like haven't been feeling well. Which makes me sound, I feel like an old fucking, an old person. I haven't been feeling well. Mm. I mean, there's like no specific reason. You just haven't been feeling well. My stomach's all fucked up. I don't know if it's from like getting back from Ecuador, immediately partying two nights in a row. Like that probably, I just like never gave myself time to fully recover or something. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, But dude, it's funny because I've been having awesome dreams, bro. Huh. I woke up this morning feeling terrible, but I had the best dream. Okay. So I have two in particular. I remember them vividly. I wrote them down after they happened because I feel, I find that I tend to forget dreams if I don't do that. As do I. Um, so I beat Nadal at the French Open. Come on. Oh, buddy. I beat him. Um, and I, after I won, I, I like gave a very sort of muted celebration as to sort of show my respect <laughs> for the great champion of the dirt. Kind of walked to the net, took my hat off. Like we gave a kind of, he patted me on the chest. And then the press conference was there. So he's like, you know, sometimes uh, in a sport, this will happen. Uh, he's like, he played uh, very well. Uh, he's having a fantastic tournament. Um, c- congratulations to him. He's deserving to win. So, And then I'm, he's like, I think we like each other. And then I was like, you know, I have so much respect for Rafa. Like, this is a dream come true for me. You uh-huh. know, amazing. Da, da, da. Uh-huh. So that was sick. Great time. Dude, then I won a Grammy in another dream. Oh, a different dream. Different dream. I won a Grammy. I didn't even really realize I was nominated which is kind of weird, but like, and they're like, are the winner is GC Gallerati. Your, your email. Yeah. So Yeah. And I got up there. I was like, it's actually Julio with a G <laughs> dude. Then the entire crowd, as I'm about to start giving my speech, starts singing. What would you do if your son was at home? And I, <laughs> and I started singing along to it. Cause he's hungry. I started getting all into it. And the only way to feed him was to sleep with a man for a little bit of money. Dude, so we're smoking rock now. And then at the end, I remember just nailing the, so for you, this is just a good time. I was doing the hand thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, but for me, this is what I call life. And then I went, mm. and, the, <laughs> and the crowd lost their fucking mind. They're like, this is the greatest speech ever. And then I, I kept going. And I was like, you know, I would say I'd thank my team, but I don't have a team, <laughs> you know. And then I started explaining that. I was like, you know, people like CAA or whatever. And then, like, I remember just, like, it was in the taxi after, and I was regretting that I had continued my speech. What? I was like, you should have just cut it, man. You became that guy who didn't. No one even cared about your category. Like, there was no need to keep carrying on about it. But then I called everyone I knew and told them, and they were surprised, which also didn't make sense because if they knew I was nominated for a Grammy, obviously they would have been watching the Grammys. I told my girlfriend, I told my parents. Are you serious? Yeah, I want a gram. <laughs> Did you write, you wrote all this down? I wrote that down, yeah, because I didn't want to, like, it was super specific, dude. That is very specific. <laughs> but waking up, dude, it like, waking up from dreams like that sucks. It's, this it is what I was going to say. It makes you feel less about your life. It's, you feel like a loser. You're like, fuck, I'm a yeah. loser still. <laughs> yeah, back to, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm here again in my apartment. My shitty life. I'm about to go eat some oats. <laughs> Dude, that song, um, with you know, what would you do if your son yeah. was at home? We as we, we we I don't know, fifth graders, sixth graders. It was a banger. 
yeah, well, we all knew the words to it, and we would sing along. It's some of the heaviest lyrics I know. in the world. The part where he goes, Girl, you ain't the only one with a baby. That's no excuse to be living all crazy. Then she looked me right dead in the eye and said, Every day I wake up hoping to die. <laughs> And then and she then, says something about like my daddy. No, she goes, uh, blank. I know about pain because me and my sister ran away because so our daddy couldn't rape us. Yeah. Oh and we're all like, before I was a teenager. Yeah. So, dude, honestly, it's almost too heavy. It's, it's like the song introduced us to like suicide, incest, rape. I mean, they really prostitution, drug use, hit for the cycle. And I always, even at that age, thought, the who the fuck is this guy trying to tell this girl, like, you I shouldn't know. be doing this? Mansplaining. We, I got a kid too. Yeah. And then she <laughs> fires right back with, like, well, my dad tried to rape us and I try not to kill myself. It's like, dude, why are you trying to, uh, to chide her? Why are you <laughs> coaching her? about her life choices right. without having any sense of where she's been. They're like one-upping each other with their difficult That's upbringings. It. That's Dude, it. The, the other thing too, okay, so first of all, that song came out at the tail end of like the fictional narrative song where there's just f fictional characters mm -hmm. and you're talking about their terrible lives. Another example of that song, Waterfalls is an example of that. Mm -hmm. Also, then you really might know what it's like. Yeah. And each verse is like a different fake That's story. That's a great song. It's yeah. a good song. But same thing with City High. In a way, I'm almost kind of like, all right, dude, like, do we need, like, what are the odds that these characters have every single bad thing that's ever happened to anybody happening to them? And then at the end, the big twist, he goes, girl, I know if my mother could do it, baby, you could do it. I don't even remember the end of the song. <laughs> like the big twist is like his mother had it bad too. Oh, my oh God. well, then maybe that is, maybe that does give him some some uh, credit in 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 saying, I guess, all of that I, I, again chiding but, her so the only thing, her the only thing i'm worried about is that somehow that song is a true story in which case i apologize however i have i have trouble believing that that is the story that song is i a wonder true story. too i wonder too <laughs> well uh i mentioned oats you know if that's not what you're excited to wake up to uh after your dreams of winning grammys and Beating, beating Rafa at the French <laughs> Open. I've got a better breakfast that will actually be in keeping with your monumental success, Julio. Magic Spoon, Magic baby. Magic Spoon cereal. So fucking I'm good. going through these boxes like they're hotcakes. I know, man. I know. It's really, and, and you know, it's, it's healthy. Four, net, four grams of net carbs, no sugar, and 14 grams of pro protein per That's serving. It. That's it. It's delicious. All the different flavors are really good. I'm really enjoying the frosted flavor right now. Yeah, that's your jam? That's a banger. I'm a big I, peanut butter guy. I know you like the peanut butter. You know I like the peanut butter, and I'll mix it with the with the chocolate. Which I think is a solid thing. What does that doing. create? A peanut butter cup. Francis. That's right. It tastes like a peanut butter <laughs> cup, right? My bowl with my oat milk. It's absolutely it delicious. It's really fucking good. We love the Magic Spoon. Everybody loves Magic Spoon cereal. You guys should get some right now. You get their variety pack. It comes with all four of those flavors. Frosted chocolate, peanut butter, and berry. Right, like the fruity flavor. The fruity berry. So go to magicspoon.com right now and use promo code OOPS at checkout, and you'll get $5 off that variety pack, which we're pretty much done with. Let's yeah. be honest. We're going to have to get a new one. We're going to need another Magic Spoon. If you're listening, we could use another uh, little airdrop of your tasty, <laughs> delicious cereal that's so healthy. Tastes like kids' cereal, but it's actually nutritious. Magicspoon.com, promo code OOPS. Enjoy it. Love it, dude. So I went to uh, visit my parents this weekend. Good. Which was lovely. It was nice to see them. You spend a lot of time with your parents. Do I? And I mean that as a compliment. Thank you, man. Sometimes I feel bad that I don't spend enough time or when I visit them in Connecticut, I don't stay long enough. And my therapist, who I don't go to anymore, he told me, he goes, I've noticed that with most Italian families, there's this sense of guilt. I'm like, dude, fucking, okay. Um... <laughs> Um, but you know, it was it was very nice to visit them. My dad was hyping up this big lunch we were gonna go to. He's like, Don't eat breakfast. We're going to the we're going to the Turkish place. Uh -huh. There's this place, the Turkish place. It's like near the train station in New Haven where I get off. And uh he's like, We're going. He's like, Don't eat anything for breakfast. We're gonna go big. I'm like, Okay. Okay. Dude, we get to the Turkish place. He orders an appetizer size hummus, an appetizer an appetizer size falafel, and an appetizer size eggplant dip. And that's it. 
For everyone? For 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 me and him. I'm like, what kind of feast is this, dude? We're just he goes, oh, I don't know what else to order. I'm like, what are you talking? <laughs> what is, like what is going on? I was like, can I order some more shit? He's like, yeah, yeah of course. I'm like, I'm uh-huh. like, this is so weird. I'm like, why that, did you yeah. tell me not to eat if we're just gonna like pick and not actually eat a meal? Uh-huh. I would have eaten some fucking magic spoon. There you go, a little MS. Yeah. Dude, so then he starts telling me, and he starts telling me what we're having for dinner, and he starts telling me that I like it. Here's we're having prosciutto and cheese for dinner. You like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just didn't answer. And he kept doing that. And then for dinner, my mom goes, what are we having for dinner? And I was like, apparently I'm having prosciutto and cheese because I like it. Uh-huh. And he uh-huh. goes, you don't like it? I'm like, I don't know. But I wasn't asked. I was told. <laughs> That's what I like. It was just so odd, dude. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Well, uh, in the middle of that, I was having all these people over, and I did something very weird, which is that I disappeared from the party, <laughs> came into the downstairs bathroom, and called Julio. <laughs> I put the not only the toilet seat but the toilet lid down and turned on the sink to have a private phone call mid party that I'm hosting with my co-host and I think all that I was doing was just talking shit about the people that were at the party and then get this is the crazy part I was on the phone for no more than one minute with you when people started coming down and knocking on the door being like fran are you in there and i'm like do they all think i'm doing coke without them how do they who are these coke fiends who just saw that my absence had had reached a minute couldn't place me and therefore thought i'm missing out dude that's hilarious what you know and 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 it was one after another by the way it was super hot on saturday and um i was trying to set up the trash dumpster again as a two-person pool <laughs> like i had done i didn't realize that that was a, tra- a trash thing yeah that's a big uh thing that holds trash but it holds bags <laughs> of trash it's not just loose trash right but it's in our in the you know, the parking garage in the basement of the building is where they keep them. They so got about you, seven of them. So the last time I went down there and I grabbed one and I sort of washed it out. I, I had to sneak it all the way up in the elevator and then up this like emergency staircase onto the roof and then kind of wheel it across these rocks. It was it was a serious a pilgrimage. Um, <laughs> and I went all the way down there to get it again. And as I was about to start pulling it, the super of our building came out. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, we're having a party and I need this. And he was like, what do you need it for? And I couldn't be like, pool. Yeah. So I had to say, so people can throw their empty cans and things away. And he's like, oh, you don't need one that big. I'll get you a regular bucket. (laughs) And I'm like, great, thanks. (laughs) And then we just had you know a bucket a big trash bin that you couldn't swim in certainly Mm. um and so we missed out on that but then my plan b was to take the garden hose and we have this super high powered almost industrial fan and i put that on the table up there and then took the garden hose and turned it to mist and then put that right in front of the fan, which, by the way, is quite dangerous electrically. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to create what you see on the sidelines of hot NFL games, where they have right. those misting sort of things. The problem was the mist feature of our hose nozzle <laughs> doesn't create a fine enough mist. It's misty. Don't get me wrong. It's misty. But it's a little 
too dense. So I'm sitting in front of this fan trying to be like, guys, it's perfect. It just feels like rain. Come join me in the mist. And they're looking at me and they're like, dude, you're, 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 you're soaked. You're absolutely soaked. None of us want that. We're wearing makeup. We've done our hair. Like we don't have a change of clothing. None of us can do what you're doing right now. And I'm like, come on, join me in the mist. It feels like I'm near a waterfall, you know, That's and hilarious. I couldn't sell anyone on it. So eventually we had to just dissemble the mister. But then as later people arrived at the party, everyone started asking what had happened to the mister because they had been told about it as a selling point for coming to uh, the party. And I'm like, well, everyone was fucking making fun of me for <laughs> dripping from my nostrils. So I took it down out of shame. And now you're here and everyone wants it again. But it's, you know what? It's too fucking late. Okay. It's too late. Dude, you're a funny guy, man. <sighs> Honestly, like this is very Francis specific yeah. humor. <laughs> Dude, your domestic humor is like the best. You are the number one domestic comedian I've ever encountered in my life, dude. Like, literally, you could easily have a sitcom just about living in your apartment. I know that that's something that, like, your buddy who doesn't know about comedy says, hey, you should have a sitcom. <laughs> but you actually should, dude. Like, between just, like, the slamming of the doors and the wall and the setting up of the party and the people coming over and the... There's just a lot of moving parts. Hosting is, is something I think that has... Is more layered than I had ever kind of thought it was until you started talking to me about it i think hosting parties is really funny i mean francis is a full-on like barbecue pit master and a fucking drink mixologist he like he doubles as like money many different things like you really have a high aptitude for a lot of these like very complicated things well, like you've achieved excellence i appreciate that in many different fields that's very sweet of you one thing that i've run into lately um especially since leaving my job at Bro Bible, uh, is that, you know, hosting is expensive. And I think unless you let people know before they come, because oftentimes people will text you and they'll say, can I bring anything? Right. And then if they don't, we've talked about this, they just bring a fucking 12-pack of White Claw or whatever, and that's that. Right. But a 12-pack of White Claw is like $15. Mm-hmm. And what we're what we're equipping the party with how we are stocking the party is with you know yeah. burgers and you're like basically throwing booze, a wedding every buying weekend. mezcal and stuff like that and and lime juice and all this crazy shit so i my thought is instead first of all i'm deterred now from hosting as often because it's i don't want to i don't want to pay that much i don't want to be right. in the hole every weekend right so when, my thought now is that to tell people instead of bringing something, could you just Venmo me like whatever forty bucks, fifty right. bucks? What what's the number that you can say this is the cost of admission to the party that you've agreed to come to? I think there's a couple different ways to do it. So honestly, Hillary's crew they do that. They're like big with the Venmo things. Like, Girls are really good about they're it. Really good about it, and it's like, not weird at all. It's not weird at all. They'll like throw a party and then like Venmo people, yeah, type of, type of thing. Not always, but sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I have no problem with that. The other thing I would say is that since you're going above and beyond the call of duty with your party, I think that it's maybe on the guests who now there's a lot of repeat customers to to expect that they need to bring the heat. So when you're like, can I bring anything? And you're like, no, nah, don't worry about it, dude. I think there's a moment there to like suggest more shit. So I could be like, well, are you grilling? Like there are these, they're these killer burgers at wherever. Like I could bring them. They're really good. They marinate them crazy. Like yeah, but I thoughtful. I don't, I don't want to ask people to go out of their way to pick shit up. I know. Everyone I know. wants to just stop at the bodega on the corner and get a six pack. A quick six pack. Yeah. And, and I would, you know, that's not quite going to cut it for the kind of shit that you're really showing. That you're throwing. Enough. But you're, and you're just kind of bitching to me because this is what we do. But yeah. you're not going to say anything to anybody. No, and it, it, honestly, it's not going to stop me from from having people over at all. It's never nothing's going to stop but, you. Dude. But you know what it did do? It did do this. I said to my girlfriend right before we hosted, she was like, "We're going to need food. Do you you know burgers and stuff like that." And I was like, "I don't want to. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to do that this time. I don't want to be at the grill. Right. I don't want to go out and pick up all this food. Right. And then you never really know what people's hunger is." Some people eat, some people don't. Some people feel weird to eat. Some people have dinner plans. Right. And you end up with all this like leftover shit that we're not going to, you and I aren't going to go through like five burgers in the next two days, you totally. know? 
So um, and, and but but it's funny because I I correct me if I'm wrong, but I see you being pained at the idea of like taking guacamole out of a can and throwing some Tostito scoops around the side of it. That's just beneath your hosting. Well, I did get guac and chips, but what we decided to do was to just at some point, depending on who was left at the party, order a number of pizzas. That would suit that number. And then people should feel fine to Venmo you for that. Or somebody should be like, I'm going to I'm gonna order the pizzas. And then they handle the Venmoing so that you don't have to because you're hosting everybody so generously. Yeah. I think that's the move in that situation. I'd be like, dude, I'll order the pizzas. Everybody cool with Venmoing me five bucks? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Done. And fucking pies show up. Everybody's happy. I haven't figured this out yet. You're getting there. I dude. haven't figured out the the intricacies of asking for pay when you haven't told people beforehand that they should ex- that it's not just some free event. Right. Yeah. No. Totally. You can't. No. Absolutely. But, like it's not your guest's fault that you're fucking making them fucking what's that fancy tequila in the big blue and white bottle. Casa Azul. Yeah, you're making Casa Azul margaritas. Yeah, right, right. Right. I don't know. They're like, all right, dude, I won't come. Like, I can't afford this but party. <laughs> what sucks? What sucks is that some people like you get it. Well, right? I get it because you talk to me about it. So I would be, I no, would be, I would be a lunatic guy. to you're, never bring anything. You, even if I hadn't said this stuff to you, you wouldn't show up to a party at our place and be like, and just assume that everything we served you and fed you was our treat. You know, right, right, every right. No, every sure. three weekends, as right, we often right, do. Whatever. Right. So, dude, this is what I'd say about that. My parents, bless their heart, they raised me. I think I think they raised me well. I love them dearly. They have this tendency to sort of baby me, and I think that's my therapist would also say is an Italian thing. Um, so I'm babied. So my parents never really taught me about this, about the like. They're like, you're a baby. You shouldn't be expected to bring things. So I didn't really learn that you're supposed to bring things. And one time, I'm at my friend's. I, I was staying with my friend in Florida at uh, his parents' apartment and we're eating dinner and his dad just turns to me and he goes, where's my housewarming gift? Come on. <laughs> and he was busting my balls and joke, completely joking. But like, he also just taught me a super valuable lesson yeah, yeah. and I've never forgotten that moment. And since then I have been good, pretty good about that. I try to be at least. Yeah, that's great. I, that's great. You know what? <laughs> have I said this before? You know, what's a really good present to bring to a gathering what dessert oh wow bring a decent pie or a cake or some kind of thing i agree Even man. if it's a fucking fruit salad whatever i agree and dude honestly like any sort of food thing like have you ever showed up to a party with a pizza that's a solid thing to do not too. a bad not a bad and idea it, and it costs the same as a six-pack and it's, it's infinitely better than a six pack hot pizza a hot pizza every you're the fuck your dick's like 12 inch long the second you you're are the kid in high school who showed up with a backpack full of backpack full of beers dude yes yes yeah you're a legend that's it um that's very interesting man yeah um well right. you know what do you got uh, i was just gonna say dude like this is a good time to transition into talking about one of our favorite sponsors policy genius policy genius in preparation for your future and family planning i don't know about you i've started to sort of become more uh cognizant of mortality Mm, we talked about that yeah and now that you know i have a little bit of money saved finally like it's amazing dude i like haven't had money saved up ever until like the past few years and it's amazing the way that it changes your view on things Mm -hmm. you just stop shooting from the hip as much and you kind of want to start preparing for the future so the idea of life insurance is something that started like a thing that I've started to think about. Yeah. And uh, Policy Genius is a great place to go and buy it. It's a really great marketplace. Um, you can compare different rates and different policies. It's super duper easy. We walked through uh, the website as an exercise just to like get used to it so that we could sell it sincerely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've really loved our experience. And I think I'm probably going to, in the next couple of weeks, grab Fire a policy. Fire up some, some life insurance. When yeah. you have people in your life who care about you, there's no reason not to to be smart about it, you know? Totally. Um, so the way you guys do it is getting started is easy. Head to policygenius.com. That's policygenius, one word, capital P, 
lowercase g, although I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. They never sell your information to other companies and they don't add on extra fees. Um, Policy Genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. And why would you compare? Well, you can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Yeah, and the agents don't work for the insurance companies. They work for Policy Genius and they're trying to find the best deals for you, which is good. You could also save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. So head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Love it. Love a good jingle, dude. That's it. Fucking crush that shit. Oh, awesome. okay. Dude, well, sorry. What were you going to say? I uh, got a lot. I got a lot for you. Oh, yeah? I love a lot. I got a lot for you, I just you, really dude. love a lot. I had a, an interesting thing happen to me, actually, in an, with an Uber situation. Mm. Did I tell you about this? I don't think so. Um, the The Uber... We were waiting for it, and I think we were in the Lower East Side. It was the night we were hanging out. Oh, yeah. And I called an Uber for us to go home, and I was with my girlfriend and two of her friends, and the Uber like got to us, saw that none of us were wearing masks, but we all had them in our pockets, mm-hmm. and we're going to put them on as soon as we got into the Uber. Or even just before. Uh, but we were just waiting for the car. The car pulled up, saw us, and then canceled our ride. And then reported me for not wearing a mask. So now do you have to prove you're wearing a mask? Now I have Uber? to take a selfie yeah, that's bullshit. of myself wearing a mask before I get in the Uber. Dude, this happened to Hillary. And listen to this. She was wearing a mask. The guy shows up and she had groceries. She's like, can I put my groceries in the car? He goes, no. Canceled the Uber and cited that it was because she wasn't wearing a mask. Dude, they're they're doing this, man. It's complete horseshit. It's horseshit. I don't know if it's because they get some kind of cancellation fee or what. I know, dude. But yeah. it's fucking brutal, man. So annoying. Uber has gone to shit. Dude, they're so expensive. Uber's now, gone to shit. Taxis are again cheaper than Ubers. And I'm I'm fighting it by riding city bikes everywhere I go. Good, good. Fuck it. But that's so much more dangerous than riding in an uber which thank god i've got policy genius there's something so fucking frustrating about just getting fucked by a big company yeah it sucks ass i had to buy a computer yesterday i go to the apple store and i'm like oh how much is it they tell me i'm like oh it's less expensive at bnh i'm just gonna go there she goes well uh you get 24 month financing with apple though uh interest free i was like ah well that's actually better because i'd rather pay you know a smaller amount monthly payment Mm -hmm. um, with no interest uh, so even though it's a hundred bucks more, I was like, okay, deal. I was like, how do I do that? She goes, you just have to get the Apple card. I was like, okay, done. I apply for it, get approved. Is we, it a credit card? Yeah. Oh. It's like a digital credit card. They send you an actual one too, apparently. Um, so the time comes to check out. She shows me the thing and there's only 12 month financing. And I was like, you said it was 24. And she goes, oh my God. She's like, I guess for some things it isn't. She like checked with her boss, nothing they could do. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be an H then to buy this. And I don't want this credit card. And she's like, well, you already applied for it. So now you just have it. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, you can close it, but it'll affect your credit. So I called Goldman Sachs, who represents the card. And I was like, are you guys serious? Like, Wow, you went deep. I mean, I just called. I was That's like, a deep cut. You called Goldman Sachs? Would you call the front desk? No, no, no. That's who you called. Front desk? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I wasn't like, I'm going above you. I'm calling Goldman Sachs. <laughs> they represent the card. Like the card is a Goldman Sachs thing. Okay. So I call and I'm like, I signed up five minutes ago. You can't reverse it. Like. Like when you, when you book the wrong flight, you have like 24 hours to change it for free. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're like, sorry, like it's going to affect your credit. It was so fucking annoying. I was like, are you serious? This is like, I've been swindled. Yes. Right. So then I have to, then I go to B&H and have to get another, swindled. I have to get another credit card. Wait a minute. Hold on a second, Julia. What's up with you just accumulating credit cards? Okay. So whatever, dude, like I don't want to pay $2,000 for a computer. How many credit cards do you have? A few. What? Over three? Yes. Over five? This is why. Do you have over five? Uh, Maybe. But dude, this is why. Oh, I don't feel like that's a good idea. So this is why it isn't a bad idea. Because I don't use any of them. Closing them out supposedly negatively affects your credit. I've closed a couple who's, of them. Who's advising you about all this credit stuff? 
it's who, who told you that it's a bad idea to close credit cards? I think closing credit cards is just like not a good idea. It's typically I, I could, but like okay, two of them, dude. First of all, I was a, a fucking uh, wild card with credit cards when I was younger. Yeah, obviously, but now you're not. Okay, so this is the deal. So like my bank account, my checking account, the balance of my of two of these credit cards come up every time I check my bank account. So there's no point in closing them. I just have them. I can I easily can monitor them. Though I had one that was like hard to monitor, closed it out. And okay. I have the one that I actually, the two that I actually use, one Amex, and then I have a visa for traveling that has no fee on it. Um, and then I'm pretty savvy, dude. So like, I but I wanted to. You need to sign up for the credit card of the store in order to get the no interest financing. So okay, every retail store you go to has a credit card. Not everyone, but a lot of them. Do. And I would never get one unless there was some kind of big purchase I needed to make. So or I don't you, want to pay. Interest. Whenever you get to that front desk. And you got your whole bag full of stuff. Let's say you're at Saks Fifth Avenue. Never, and they never, tell you, never. if you sign up for our credit card, you'll get 10% off this order today. Did it in college with Neiman Marcus to buy my girlfriend at the time Prada shoes that I couldn't afford. And it took me like five years to pay them off. So <laughs> I, was, I was paying interest. So, but then, but then I don't understand. What do you, what do you do? You're doing that. No, I'm not. With B &H. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because there's no fee on the card. I will pay it off in the period with which I won't have to pay interest. What's the deal you're getting from opening a credit card at B&H? The deal that I'm getting from opening a credit card at B&H is that I can pay for the computer over a year without having to pay interest on it. As opposed to having to spend $2,000 today, I can spend 200 a month for a year or whatever. So you're just financing it. Correct. But without having to pay interest. So Okay. Yeah. I see. So in one day you opened two credit cards. Not only that, dude, I tried out of spite. I tried to book yes. I try and then I, I then tried to book a, a companion certificate flight with my Delta card. And you can this is the second time I've tried, and you just can't. The companion certificate is the biggest scam in the history of, of aviation. Okay, dude, like you can't book it. And the only value to having this card is getting a free companion certificate where you and I, if we're going somewhere together, I can book one ticket and we both get a ticket. And then we go and we return and it's fine. And it's unredeemable. So I literally called and I was like, I'm downgrading my card. Wow. What'd they say? They said, okay. I was like, it's, it's completely worthless. There's no perks to having this. And if anybody has the Delta Platinum Sky Miles card, I suggest you downgrade to the gold. Unreal. Uh, That's all I got. The, there's the points guy. You ever heard of him? I've heard of him. Everyone talks about Everyone him. Talks but about I've him. went on his website and actually tried to decipher some of the uh true benefits of certain credit cards and it's too convoluted agreed agreed i tough. don't know where the the advantage is I, you the, do I, I literally use two to get points only one of them has a fee and any other credit cards that i have i don't use at all i have so many points on one card that's great i haven't touched it i haven't Dude. touched the points in over a year and a half is it like a chase situation chase sapphire and you can, that's the best you can use it for flights you can use it for other shit. yeah well i've had to save them for this european wedding oh, which is now happening dude that's music to my ears it's happening i'm happy that it's happening because i booked an overlapping trip and i was starting to feel guilty that i just keep fucking gallivanting all over the place and we have to work around the pod schedule so now the fact that you're going the way that i had intended it to happen where are you going again makes me feel much better greece all right well maybe we should come to are you bringing hill yeah then maybe we should come together we should because because my girlfriend wants to um Wants to extend the trip, dude. We floated that idea. Um, she wanted. She mentioned initially Greece. to you guys because we would love that. Oh, let's go to Greece, and we should do it. I'll, I'll give you the dates when we're done here. You already have your dates locked. Yeah. So the dates precede the, your wedding. Okay. So that so could we work. Could front load it. So you could meet us in Greece and then go to the wedding after. Oh, buddy, this sounds good. Oh, buddy, this Call sounds. Me. This is happening. A little couples a trip to Greece. A little couples uh, retreat. Come with me. I feel like they made a movie about that. Couples dude, retreat? Yeah, never that'd be saw fun. It. Dude, that would be really fun. That'd funny. be great, man. I've never been to Greece. Have you been to Greece? Never been to Greece. Wow, look at us. Dude, and I Where are we going? Uh, we're going to uh, Santorini. Yep. We're going to Milos. Mm -hmm. Right now, that's the plan. Mm -hmm. um, I think that... I don't need to go to Mykonos. So I think she, Hillary's going to Mykonos with her friends after I leave. I also don't need to go to Mykonos. So if you guys are interested in either of I'm those not, things. I'm not dying to go to Mykonos. That's my point. It's, I, I've heard so much about it that I almost feel like I've been there in my brain. 
Yeah, no, totally. It's been totally. hyped up. I've seen so many fucking pictures of it. I'm sick dude. of all the bullshit. I, I, I'm glad I skipped it. Dude, totally. So, and dude, so this is, I, no, I'm serious. It's good. It's like you know Ibiza. I mean? Ibiza. It's like yeah, the same yeah kind of, well, unfortunately, I went to Ibiza. Uh, <laughs> but that was another one I could have missed. You know what I mean, though? Like, yes. when, when, unless you hit it on the upswing when everyone's super hyped, and then, and then now nobody's hyped about it anymore. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad I never had to go. I agree. I agree. That, is, that, that does end up being a nice thing. Yeah. The other thing that excites me a bit is I've discovered this thing called the Traveler Century Club. Have you heard of it? No. Was that another <laughs> credit card brotherhood? <laughs> so Fucking meat. The Traveler Century Club is this thing that takes the idea of visiting every country to the next level. And it's like, there's more, there's like 300 destinations on it, which is, but so going to actual Greece and going to the Greek islands counts as two different destinations. So that excites me. I don't I'm, Oh, oh, so, so wait, what, content, is this, what is this club? It's like you can, you can join it once you've hit 100 of the destinations. So like, for example, Hawaii is its own destination. The United States is its own destination. Continental, and Alaska is its own destination as opposed to being like, I've been to America. And what are the perks of being a part of this club? I have no idea. Just to like you say a sweatshirt or something. I, I actually don't know. They, they, have, they have a clubhouse. I have to look into it a bit more. Okay. Um, but dude, I'll tell you, I was supposed to go to a bachelor party in Barcelona and then was going to go to Greece afterward. What ended up happening was the Barcelona thing ended up kind of imploding because of COVID, whatever. My buddy Tomas, um, I think he's still going to come. But dude, so I, I made the mistake of texting Danny Palmer and being like, dude, come to Barcelona. Oh boy. And he has just started to be so oppressive with his idea of what the trip should be like. Listen to this. La Liga is apparently starting that day that we're there. Uh-huh. The Spanish soccer league, whatever. Yeah. Real uh, or Barcelona, the best soccer franchise arguably in the history of the world, might be playing at home with a full capacity. I guess for the first time, or I don't know that much about soccer, dude. Yeah, I floated that idea to Danny Palmer. He goes, "Dude, I don't want to do that, dude. I'm just gonna go to a bar." I was like, "Dude, what is your problem? Am I wrong yeah. here that he's like, dude, there's not gonna be chance? Like, he just wants to go and hit on chicks and get rejected. That's all he likes to do." Yeah, that's. <laughs> well yeah that's weird i mean <laughs> that is right weird. wouldn't you want to go to that i definitely would like what else are you gonna do and if, and if that wasn't the thing the alternative would not be go to a bar yeah. it would be like i don't i would rather go watch you know check out the architecture and the mate the basilica or whatever absolutely the hell it is, that absolutely. kind of shit and he don't, he's gonna listen to this and he's gonna be like dude see francis knows what he's talking about dude we're going to go to the Basilica. I'm like, dude, I know. I said oh, I does he want to go to the Basilica? Yeah, he wants to do that. I too well, want to do that. Why wouldn't he want to, look. Just get chicks? You got to see how expensive the tickets are to that game. Right. Because tickets to, to those expensive. games can be super expensive. Okay, so my boy apparently has a hookup. Oh. And he floated the idea. truck driver? <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw a little call back there. Fucking Danny Palmer. If it doesn't involve hitting on chicks at the bar, he's not interested. Good for him. Good for him. I like his. I like the cut of his jib. Uh, but anyway, dude, that would be that could be a very fun thing. So I hope we can we can figure something out. That'd be cool. Definitely float the idea. Wow, look at what's happening here. That yeah. happened in real time. We did not plan that. We did together. not plan that shit. But if dog. we do end up in Greece, there's only one thing we're going to be wearing. That's for sure. That's damn for sure. The old bird dogs. <laughs> Boy, do we love our bird dogs, dude. That was perfect. That yeah. was a perfect bird dog intro. Wow. That was a good one. We led that right in there. Bird dog shorts, guys, they, uh, they, they double as, well, they quintuple as basically anything you need them to be. They can be a, a bathing suit, a short for basketball, or, uh, you know, soccer with the local youths on the dirt <laughs> pitch in, uh, like, like you're playing like your Pablo Escobar, yeah, literally. you know, yeah. with the, with the Greek boys Having as, the they, team as their father's take their rowboats out for fishing dude yeah jumping in the mediterranean dry off in time to have a nice fucking bronzino at dinner. oh my god I know. a potato soup with some some delicious Chris just did that. oh you're making me want to go dude, bro I know, I know it'll mm. be really relaxing too man wearing bird dogs to dinner hop on the ferry together island hop gossip European chuckle. Yeah. Um, birddogs.com, guys. Use promo code OOPS and you will get a mystery prize. A prize. It has come to that. It's like the lollipop that has the question mark on the outside of it. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get, but you know it's going to be delicious and awesome. We love our bird dogs. We wear them all the time. Uh, they're the short of summer and their pants are great too. Go to birddogs.com. Awesome. Um, I got I got, I got, got more, more stuff for you. Awesome. 
I got to remember what it was. I got though. something in the interview. Yeah, hit me, hit me, it. hit me. Okay, so dude, what do you think about this? Theoretically speaking, okay, if your girlfriend got a life-changing opportunity in Los Angeles, mm. how would that conversation work for you? And how should it work? Okay, two very different questions or answers. I mean, how it should work, especially with the two of you living together. Well, let's say it's you, though. Oh, me. Okay. All right. Me. Because theoretically, we could could pick up our comedy careers in L.A. where we left off and try to make some progress if we absolutely have to. Yes. Um, So you're saying if my girlfriend came to me right now and said, I have a life-changing career opportunity in L.A., when does it start? I have to move there in a couple months. Is there any way you would entertain moving with for me? Yeah. Um, God, man. It's so tough. I know it's like a, it's a couple to couple thing. Like it, there's so many specifics. Right. I mean, look, here, here's what I would do. The first thing I would do is I would reach out to the people in my life that have a good sense of where I am professionally. Um, I would talk to my manager and my agent and say, you know, I'm considering this. How easy would it be for, for you to help me find work there? Mm-hmm. Um, how easy would it be to get plugged into the, the stand-up scene there? Mm-hmm. You're like, you seem like you have a little bit of plugged plug inage already. Not, well, not, not I don't know. Certainly not compared to here. Right. Of course. You know, but, but, but yes, I think, I think that my manager and my agent are completely bi-coastal. I, I think a number of their clients are living in LA right. and that's just the way Which it is. is. Um, that's the way our industry is. And then, um, you know, you, you kind of then end up weighing what your earning potential is there versus here. And you have to decide if the opportunity to make money is, could get you to a place where it's like similar, could, like basically, can you even afford it yourself? Right. Right. Can you even afford to look, to move there? Right. Because if you moved there with the hope of finding work, you know, it's not exactly Des Moines, Iowa. Like, it's not cheap. Right. You're, t- you're taking a step back for sure, no matter what. Yeah. And then maybe it'll end up working out and be great. But, dude, I think that my answer would be I can't. I can't. I don't want to. I love you. If you need to do this, let's try to make it work and go. And I think in the back of my head, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like, It'll be really sad if we just grow apart or something. But like, I don't think I, I don't think I could go. Have you said this to her? Uh, we haven't like specifically had to talk about this. Um, but I don't think she wants to go there anyway. But I think that she knows that already. Mm. Um, I don't think she would want to leave me. I think that. All right. Well, let's play it out. Okay. Let's say that she went. Okay. And then, how would you make it work? What would you do? I would start spending fucking time in LA. I think that maybe I would visit once a month. She would visit once a month. This is the thing too. It's like you could kind of do almost a gradual feel it out move. Right. You could go out there to visit her, stay for whatever, three, four, five days at a time. And in those visits, really try to network, find work, connect, and set your roots down before officially moving right and if those roots did not appear to set you could then decide there is not enough opportunity for me to make this move well let's let's not ignore the elephant in the room here which is that we have a fucking podcast that we do in person together yeah but it functions much better as our lives are sort of like intertwined if I'm just always gone, I guess I could come for 10 days a month and we could bang out all the episodes or something. No, I mean, look, dude, honestly, I'm I'm really not worried about the podcast. Um, I, I think that you and I both know that this is something we enjoy doing. We make 
real money from it now, money that cannot be ignored. Mm -hmm. uh, it's grown consistently. And as far as we know, the sky is sort of the limit. Right. Um, and we made the pod. We didn't miss an episode in six months of quarantine. Right. What makes you think that all of a sudden being in the one other city that is is you know able to cultivate our careers would be like a harder obstacle to navigate than totally. that no no totally i agree uh, my I agree. point my my the way i would see it very easily would just be you two weeks you once a month i come to la once a month you come to new york right and we record you know two weeks of episodes every every mm -hmm. two weeks yeah that, that's it it could work but but i will say this i mean i'm not willing to be in a position at this point dude i've busted my ass for fucking 15 years eating shit not having things go my way and now i have like a consistent nice thing that isn't super duper time consuming where i can just shoot the shit and make money like i'm not super willing to give that up I understand that. I understand I'm that. I'm not willing to give that up. But, but I also, I, I also think it's not a question of like giving it up versus right. not. No, totally. Um, it's a question of bending a little to accommodate your partner, right? Who, who I love very much. Yeah. Who, in theory, you know, her opportunity may be greater than yours. Totally. I, you have totally. to when you move in together. And you're heading on a, a trajectory towards a life together. You have to make those decisions with her in mind, with each other in mind. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, and I know Compromise. you do. I know you do. Yeah, of course, of course. But it's like you all you recognize that she may have to go. She may not. You hope that she not, doesn't want she to. Does, like I hope that this never comes up. But were it to. I yeah, it would be uh, a thing that we would have to just like work through and figure out. Yeah. Um, right. You would never say like, "Don't go. We're here. This is where we live." Never. You wouldn't, uh, coach Taylor her. No, I wouldn't. I Do you wouldn't. Watch Friday Night Lights. Um, it's your favorite show. I'm familiar with it, but I've never watched it. Coach Taylor does this to his wife Tammy in the final season. I would never do that. And watching it made me actually think less of him. But in the end, he acquiesces and they end up moving up to the Northeast. Hillary is an independent ass woman. She has a need. She's much more successful than I am at a far younger age. Um, I would never try to stop her from shining in her career. But I might just literally be like, I can't move right now. I'll try to make this work. I don't expect you to not do it. I think that at this point in our lives, it would be less hard to do some kind of semi-distance thing than you'd think. Right. No, I, I, I agree with that. It's not as if you're 24-year-olds who still are, you know, drawn to the alluring sounds of a single life and <laughs> that the demands of a, you know, a three-hour time change and nightly sort of FaceTimes are peel you away from a social life that you'd rather have mm -hmm. um you guys have lived together you've lived together in new york um it would be a purely professional move and i think that you could satisfy your relationship and and keep it very you know lively and 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 fulfilled um just seeing each other whatever twice a month or something like that right yeah maybe maybe yeah, three times could, a month whatever it is it could potentially work um i would love it if it didn't get to that but listen like you said you gotta do what you gotta do and uh yeah that's boy it, huh? well don't worry about the podcast that's all i can tell you you know i'm a reasonable person i think the other thing we'd have to consider is that you know we'd be flying chris out to la every two weeks or whatever right um Big Chris has just set down roots here in New York. He just got his apartment. Congrats, man. Finally. You closed on it, Chris? It was yeah, unclear. Yeah, I just signed the lease yesterday. Wow. Dude, Atta boy, out a baby. Are you comfortable telling us about where it is? In Greenpoint? Sick. Yeah. Dude, it's a great neighborhood. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. So, yeah. One of the best neighborhoods in Brooklyn, in my opinion. Yeah, you were really gung-ho about I it. I love so it. it. It made me really excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, you got to go to community acupuncture. It's right off of McGinnis. You pay on a sliding scale. I'm and you, you, you just 
Dude, you just end up you end up sharing a room with somebody, but it's always like the most beautiful woman who's ever walked the face of the planet. This is just it's a great way a, for a single guy to meet girls. Such a Julio thing. <laughs> you know, if if I'm the guy who has goofy domestic stories, he's got an acupuncture recommendation in Greenpoint. Not a restaurant, not a fucking site, just a strange underground needle therapy place it's called work song check it out Fucking hilarious. congrats chris that's thanks man cool. thank that's you. oops thank the you. podcast everybody Woo! we enjoyed it thank you for joining us uh we will see you as always on thursday uh send us your emails oops the podcast at gmail.com check out the youtube check out the instagram and um oh give us a look on the patreon give me a look uh for the book club the book is Woman in the Window. Our first meeting is July 14th. Going to be a boozy book club. Going to be a lot of fun. Check that out. Amazing. And keep your eyes peeled for my video series from South America. Um, I'm going to start chopping that up soon. And uh, I guess it's sort of like a pack light parallel kind of thing. It's it's the evolution of pack light. Mm. So this is where we're at with travel content. Hopefully I'll make some funny shit. So Love it, baby. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you soon.